GateWorld.net, I'm David Reed, and I'm talking with Miss Janina Gavankar, who prefers just Janina, like Cher. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like just Jack on Will and Grace, you know? That's exactly right. Or you could just call me Janina Z, because like anyone who knows me online from anything that I'm doing online, they all see me as Janina Z, because that's my tag, you know? Oh, sweet. All right. Now, you were recently in Atlantis uh, as uh, Sergeant Dusty Mayra. Yeah. You say that it's like such a white boy. It's actually like Mera, which is Mera. Like Indian. All right. Okay. So you were like <laughs> recently like down on like Atlantis, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> I'm terrible. Well, you know, you know the best part about being on Stargate? Um, I found out I, – I, I really realized how – important the fans were even before I got there so I booked the gig I just find out and I swear the fans knew before I knew yeah yeah so I go to the forums of course because I'm nerdy so I'm like hanging out in the forums seeing like the people trash talk oh my gosh I can't believe they're gonna have an all-female team that's so lame because girls can't kill aliens I don't know whatever the stupid reasons were for hating us before they'd even seen us right and uh, yeah that's right I read you if that was you and you wrote that on gate world I read you yeah and I sneered at you ha huh. That wasn't me. Oh, you're talking about them. The proverbial, the proverbial person listening who yeah. wrote that smack talk. Yeah, I read it and I laughed at you. Ha 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 ha. Anyway, um, so okay, so originally I auditioned for this role, and on the paper it was uh, Sergeant Dusty Wells. Dusty Wells. Yeah, yeah. You know, just nondescript name. And then I'm hanging out in the forums, and I see. Sergeant Dusty Mera, and I was like, they made me Indian. They made me Indian because I'm Indian. Yeah. And I found out through the fans. How cool is that? That is very cool, you know? Yeah, it was to me. I just met a guy today. Wait, what is his name? He played a billionaire who made, who invented things. Charles Shaughnessy. Ah, yes, from The Nanny. Yes. Hello. That's right. He played a character uh, in uh, SG-1 Season 8, Episode Covenant. Okay, wow, that was that, – you're good. Alec Coulson was his character name. Okay. Well, yeah. he and I were both sort of comparing notes, and uh, we were all excited to hear about Stargate Universe. Yes. Because we were like, well, maybe we'll work together. You never know. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He said he had a great time working on it. Yes, that Everybody was – who works on Stargate says that it's – it's a great time. You know, that's why they're still on the air, because yeah. they make people happy both in front of and behind the cameras. This is all true. So, and the fans. So yeah. that's great. So what do you think about Stargate Universe? you think there's a place for the, the female team to transfer over there? I, abs- I think it's all – I think that the universe – is run by an all-female team. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I would. We, I know specifically that the three of us would love to be back. Um, Christina came over uh, to watch the episode. I had a huge geek out fest. It's something, you know, mostly it's really hard to watch yourself as an actor. A lot, yeah. of, most actors, it just it's, it's a horrible experience having to watch your face do stupid things that you weren't expecting it to. And yeah. um, and but in this case, you know, it's sci-fi, and sci-fi is just so much fun that you. You don't think about, you know, schmacking or if anything didn't land the way you wanted it to. You just have a blast watching aliens die. You know? Yes. Great, <laughs> <laughs> great. Right, right. uh, so I had my uh, my man, 
my man friend, my boyfriend, he uh, he runs DeviantArt.com. So I had like all the guys that work at HQ come over and we all had a geek fest and watched it. So we all just, you know, hung out and had a great time geeking on some Stargate. And Christina came over and Nicole was going to come over too, but she got my email in the last minute. And uh. so, yeah, so bummed. We were all bummed. I was like, we were so close to get the band back together, man. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. And Everyone. also, you know, one of one of my friends was like, "I hate you. I can't believe she didn't get the email. Don't you know that's your responsibility to get Nicole DeBoer and me in the same room at the same time?" Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I I saw her at Comic Con. She's fantastic. She is the cutest little pixie, like so adorable, and she's cheeky. I mean, she has such an edge to her. <laughs> yeah, I love her. We're hanging out. We're we're um we were flying back from Vancouver to LA together, and she's got this adorable little baby like this little munchkin of a baby and we're just you know we're actually all three of us were sick at that time all of Ah. us had a cold cold and we're all you know hanging out and she just has such an edge and she's so funny she's she's just I i don't know i don't know i love her and also christina christina is hilarious as well she was on stargate a long time ago yes yeah and she, you know, she had such a such a great part, but you know, she had to play a bad girl, you know, mm. and then she had to die. Oh, because so. the bad guys can't live. They can't live. I mean, they yeah. can if they're. Well, no, they can't live. Eventually, <laughs> must die. Well, it was an interesting piece because she was a good bad guy. She was oh. like she knew what she was it. supposed. To. Yeah, it's a uh, season five. It's an episode called The Sentinel very good and i was like yes she's back so yeah she's great and who was it that got the act leela leela savasta yes the poor thing no we were bummed it's just (laughs) sad because you know you bond and then someone like you know gets killed along the way and and then you know because you don't shoot things in order you go to work the next day after they've died and you're like but you're dead already. Yes, but you're already mourning their loss, and it's kind of sad. <laughs> now, had you been, like, a Stargate fan in general before um, getting I, this role? I'm, I'm a sci-fi fan. I never let you finish any one of your sentences, by the way. Have you no, noticed? It's cool. No, it's fine. Oh, good. I've been a sci-fi fan, like, my whole life. I was doing a question and answer for Joe, uh, Joe's blog, mm-hmm. and someone asked me that, and then I was, like, I, like, sort of reached into the confines of my mind and like pulled out all the things I've been a fan of sci-fi wise and I was like my god I've loved sci-fi since the beginning of time and I didn't even realize it until now I grew up reading you know journey to this uh, what am I saying journey to the center of the earth and uh, mm. thousand leagues and uh, all of the Douglas Adams books and you know all of the Michael Crichton books I read uh, some of I read uh, Sphere way yes. too young. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> way too young, man. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't prescribe that to any child under the age of 11. <laughs> it really, actually, you're kind of a wimp, Janina. Get over it. Aw, that's it's okay. not true. It's a sphere. Big whoop. <laughs> Did you seek out this role, or did they they uh, call and ask if you would be willing to do it? Uh, it was just like a normal audition. You know, okay. I'm sure they saw a bunch of people. And um, actually, I read that they saw a bunch of people and that they had a hard time choosing whoever. I don't, I don't know. I read something about it. They saw a lot of people. Uh, but I went in 
reading for Christina's character. Ah, tell me. Um, not on purpose, by mistake. Like, they sent me the wrong sides. Oh, So okay. I was completely prepared except for the wrong person. And then I had to go somewhere else quickly after the audition. <laughs> so I had no time to prepare for Dusty. So I just read it once and then went in. And wow. was just like, all right, let's throw this up against the wall and see if it sticks. And it did. So hmm. it worked out well. She was and a firecracker. Just, she's a firecracker, but she's also sort of like the blunt object. She's not the quickest in the bunch. <laughs> 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 but she's the funniest, for sure. She's like, she's, you know, over everything. She's like, whatever. You know. Yeah. And I thought, she, that, I thought that's hilarious. This episode was... Um, uh, the pretty much for all the entire franchise, the, their first real attempt at horror. Are you a fan of horror? And how did you think this episode turned out for that? I am less of a fan of horror than I am of sci-fi. Uh-huh. I would say um, I love action. I, I I just I got excited to be part of anything that was different than what a show normally does. You know, when yeah. someone says we're going to do a completely different thing and we're going to use you, you just yeah. definitely jump in with both feet. So, so yeah, I mean the idea of the idea of doing uh, you know if it was noir, if it was like silent, or if it was a musical, even I'd be very. <laughs> well, you you can sing and dance. Yeah, but all of these, by the way, I have pitched to Joe. You know, know, when we come back, we'll be doing a noir episode, right? (laughs) I was like, where do I send my my script pitch? Because I will do that. (laughs) I'm not sure if you heard this week's podcast where we discussed this episode. Um, But I, I, yeah, I commented in the the podcast that, you know what, this this team is the reason why I'm disappointed that Atlantis has been canceled. Because when it goes to movies, they're going to prioritize their storylines, and yeah, it's probably we're not going to see these guys again. Yeah. You know, because they deserve they deserve to be in a few more shows. Thank you. Well, there's always Stargate Universe. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Was the fog ever too much for you to handle? Or um, did you get used to it after a while? When you had to blow your nose later, that was kind of... Ew. Yeah. It was like an after-the-fact sort of thing. Um, and, you know, those of us who have asthma... Oh, um, man. Yeah, so, but really, it was, it was fine. Um, they, everybody on set had masks, except for us. <laughs> of course. But, you know, we didn't go in until... They, we had stand-ins, and they didn't sort of push us in until later. The people I felt the worst for were stunts. All of the uh, eyeless mutant Michael things were, you know, they were, they were in that makeup the whole entire day with their eyes covered at lunch at, you know, at the end of 14 hours, they were still in massive makeup and, you know, veins were painted all over them. You can't touch your skin at all. Otherwise you're going to screw it up. And they had no peripheral vision. It was like blind mice holding hands and walking places. And They really know, couldn't see. They couldn't see. Oh, they could hardly see. So imagine, okay, so now your sight is gone, and now you can't breathe. As it is, you could hardly see your hand in front of your face in the fog without your eyes covered. So, yeah, I felt bad for them. We yeah. did not have enough comparatively. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'd be thinking, what's the size of my paycheck going to be this week? <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not going to make up for this. This is bad. 
<laughs> well, you know, when you're guest when you're guest starring on something, you're so happy to be there. You, you're, uh, and also you don't have to ration energy for five months. You just have to do it for two weeks. Yeah. You know, so so it's a, so the light at the end of the tunnel is is much is much brighter than it is for someone who's a regular on a show like that. Right. Exactly. Did you find the episode scary? Um. Either shooting it or watching afterwards. Shooting it. No, not not so much. Well, I, I did have a moment when I really couldn't see where I was walking, and I knew that it, someone was going to jump out at me. I just, there was a moment when I was like, "This could go terribly wrong," and I'm holding, <laughs> I'm holding a gun, everybody, and it's loaded. Awesome. So that was, you know, fear in another way, uh, in a in a less horror way than than more of just like a real life. This could go terribly wrong, and someone might just be burned to a, a crisp kind of way. Um, and and the the episode. It's really hard for me to pull myself out of um, something that I was there for. Uh, so, so not so much. Maybe if I watch it like a year and a half from now or something, and I'm completely outside of it. But yeah. my mother, my mother and her best friend watched it, and then they both had nightmares that night. <laughs> yeah. They were talking, and my mother's like, "You know, I didn't sleep well last night." And there's their friend said, "Yeah, I had nightmares." She said, really, you too? So. <laughs> I was like, we've done our job. Yes, thank you. That's right. When you do a horror story, you know, yeah. the, like like the teen horror movies, come on, like Scream, you always have those stereotypes. And Dusty was very much a hothead gung-ho. And right. most most people were taking bets that she was going to be the one to go puff, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think it's exactly why they didn't make her go puff. No red shirts for me. <laughs> Lucky thank you. Her. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, you know, I I originally I felt the character I thought the character was kind of annoying, um, and then not you, but the writing of it, not, your oh, performance right. made me laugh several oh, times. Um, but it was just you like, like you know, oh, this is the standard gung ho. Well, it's it was very cliche. You okay. know, it was like okay, we've got the hothead in our horror episode. You know, who's probably gonna go poof, like we said. And yeah. and it, you know, I rewatched it, and I was like, you know, that there's something about this character that's really endearing. I mean, even though she's like constantly sending like uh, sn- sneering faces over to um, to Beckett and to uh, Porter, you know, yeah. there's there's still something about her that's that's quite charming. So because she's left someone at home. <laughs> all this backstory that you just don't know about <laughs> so many light years away so many things that you just there's reasons for her sneers you know <laughs> really really what are those um well one you know i always just assume that she she's just really protective of everybody and she just doesn't want anybody to go make a fool of themselves and you know fun of someone and it all comes from an actual protective place mm-hmm. um and you know there there was a few lines of backstory that didn't make it to the uh, final episode. Oh, really? Do tell. So there, there's a moment when we're all sitting there and we're talking about, boy, wouldn't it be nice to have a puddle jumper right about now? Yeah, something, right. Something. So to tell me about you. Well, um, do you have anyone you left at home, Dusty? Well, something like well, just a some just I don't, oh god I wish I could remember just uh, some and an ex ex husband that I talk to way too much something like that which I thought was such a loaded it was such a loaded line you know and it was sad that it was taken away because you know there was just there's so much 
in that line. An ex-husband I talk to way too much. You know, there's just there's so uh-huh. much there that you can play with. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. So, I don't know. I just I, I thought it was a little bit of jealousy because she hasn't connected with someone, and even though she's moved on from a man, you know, she hasn't found someone to replace him with, and uh, you know, there's just there's a lot. Yeah, that would explain a lot about the you know her approach to Beckett and Porter. You know, where it's right. not just she's not just being childish; she's she's a little bit wounded. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right. Where, where well, that lights from. it all up like a Christmas tree right there. Yeah. Too bad uh, no one knew. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But we do now. Yes. Now, now go and tell your friends. Uh, and um, what was, what else was I about to tell you? What the hell was I going to tell you? Oh yeah, there was one sad thing that I I, I thought was. A bit sad. Uh, I just watched it. You and I were just watching, rewatching it uh, at the same time before you call. I called you. Right. But um, so Leela gets killed. Yes. She goes. She goes poof. And she. Well, okay. So if you die in your second episode, does that make you a red shirt or does that make you like a pink shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Pinkish, maybe salmon. Even a saturated salmon. <laughs> <laughs> One of our um, we, we for that particular podcast again. I keep on going back to it because we went on and on about this episode. I thought it was appropriate for this episode to have the the fairer sex's take, you know. And she she felt that some of it was kind of like, you know, stereotypical in terms of the dialogue. And in her position, you know, these four women would be very protective of each other because they had spent yeah. so much time in the field together. Absolutely. And that's that was actually what I was saying before I went off onto my pink shirt tangent. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, so so uh, Talady comes back, and I'm like, "Where's Leela?" And she's like, "She didn't make it." And and we had a moment of silence, basically, when uh, at least I internalized it and went, "Oh my God, we just lost one of one lost one of your own." Yeah, exactly. But they kind of didn't keep it, and that was sad. Yeah, they moved right on. You know, just moved along, which you know, fine, okay, for the momentum of the scene, okay. But it was just like I, I just felt like that that moment was so incredibly needed, and it was a, it, you know, it was really important. And also, um, you know, when I when I come up to uh, Joe, well, Flanagan and uh, Nicole, and I'm like, "Are you okay?" I mean, when I re- I remember having that moment on set, and and it and it was so extremely important for me to make sure that she was okay. Because mm-hmm. I, you know, she's just a little scientist. You know, she's, she didn't yeah. get into this to, to kill things, you know. Bad, right. She wasn't the bad guys who need killing girl, right. you know. So, but that wasn't really covered the way it was in my head either, but, you know. Right. Hey, that's, that's not our choice. It was a yeah. good episode overall, you know. I'm, I was I was quite happy with it. It could have been so cliche, and the whole thing could have just flopped. But it was very it was very successful. And again, you know, it's another one of those episodes where I where I say to myself, "Why, why Atlantis? Why'd you have to go?" <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. You were getting so good, we barely knew you. No, oh gosh, breaks my heart. Yeah, we had such a good time. Good. <sighs> Oh, what what uh, roles have been the most resonating for you and satisfying for you personally over the years? Uh, wow. That is such Loaded. a huge... Loaded. Loaded. Loaded question. Filled with goo. Um, let's see. The, the one... <laughs> the, the one that I think I... I just feel... Because she's, like, still alive right now is Ms. Dewey. You know, I wanted to talk about Ms. Dewey. That okay. I just went and saw that link, 
and <laughs> I saw that search engine. I was like, what the heck have I stumbled onto? What is this? You know, yeah. t- tell us about Miss Dewey. Ms. Dewey is, uh, you know, an interactive search engine, and um, she has a lot of fun playing with you, you know, as you play with her. That sounds dirty. Oh, yeah. It's a family show. No, you have to go to check it out. Check it out. It's true. You know, I was just sitting there watching you, you know, and I was like, this is who I'm going to be talking to in five minutes. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> what am I in for? is that I, I, I love her because she's so different than any other character that people have really seen me play so far. I don't know why, but this town is telling me that I'm like a tough girl, which makes no sense because anyone who knows me knows that I'm like actually a really nerdy little girl who, you know, sits at her computer and plays music, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I was sitting there watching that character and it looks like you pour a lot of yourself into her, too. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think she's she's probably more like me than anybody else I've played, which is weird to say because she's such an oddball, but, um, you know, what are you going to say? I, I mean, there's a piece of me in everybody that I play. There has there has to be, you know? Yeah. But, um... Except for the psycho just, killers. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, of, of course. <laughs> right. I don't understand them at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's the front end of the Microsoft Live um, search engine. So, uh, you know, the she's an actual search engine. You type in something you want to search for. She says something witty to you, and then she gives you results. And uh, <clears throat> hence the MS. Get it? MS Dewey. <laughs> Get it? Uh-huh. The coolest thing about her, though, the thing that makes me, and why it's sort of like my proudest achievement in the in the whole world so far, is that they did no publicity for that site. They just put it out into the ether, sent out 120 emails to their friends, and she just blew up on her own. Wow. And, you know, and then... The rest is history. You know, people are still finding her. It's like two and a half, two years later or something like that. People find her every day. I, I have a Google alert on her, and I'm like, hearing some watching some new blog pick it up every day. Man. Yeah, and she's got a manservant, and she's just sort of like still alive. You know, which is great. That's incredible. How many how many different segments did you do for that character? 700 some, I think. 700? Yeah. Yeah. How long did that take, Janina? We did it over like three days, that's it. Holy cow. Yeah, it was intense. It was intense. Yeah. But I had a. I I, um, I, uh, cultivated a a love and addiction to PG Tips uh, English breakfast black tea. He just kept pumping me with this tea, and it was so good, and that's how I got through it. Wow, that's incredible. What do you plan on doing next? You've got such a broad range of stuff, you know? You were in music for a while. Yeah, well, I still am. Um, uh, You know, I just recently did a song for a movie. I... I, uh, I do music with a with a bunch of different people, and um, I, I put my solo project on hold for a while because I've just been so busy with acting. Thank God. Um, but you know, my my marimba, <laughs> my marimba sitting right here. I've got an eight foot marimba. I'm looking at it right now, and um, I go into the studio to. I'm doing a six song album. 
Uh, each song is about a different woman in history. I'm doing it with this mm. crazy, fabulous Russian artist named Ella Lea. She wrote it, and I'm uh, singing with it, and we're collaborating together. Um, I have an Indian project, Indian meaning going on in India, um, with friends of mine. We had a song that we did a music video for that did really, really well on all the music video channels out there. Uh, and then I just sent vocals over for another one. Uh, so we'll have another club banger going on in India soon. And, um, yeah, you know, right? Like, <laughs> if you want to check out my music, just go to India and go to clubs. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, what else? I, uh, I have a, a musician... Uh, a, film scoring friend of mine named Timo Chen who does a lot of indies and he's just a really really talented guy and um, we've been doing a lot of music together too for uh, different movies so wow yeah, you so, are busy well I, I just have a lot of hobbies you know and I have a and being out here I feel like if you're anyone who's actually doing something knows everybody else I mean the yeah. circles of circles of um uh, friends just get smaller and smaller. Everybody knows each other, and I, I just have so many people that I believe in that I I, I want to just reach out to and, and support in any way that I can. That I end up filling up my time with uh, quickly, just really quickly, and you know, and it's a great time to be in the industry because so much of it is just up to you to make. You know, if you want to be in this, it's completely up to you. It's it's you can do whatever you want. On your own. You know, if someone can get on YouTube and cry about how Britney Spears is being mistreated and then get her get his own talk show, you know, yeah. you can you can really do anything. <laughs> you know what's really funny is that I met him and I have him in my phone. I have his phone number in my phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I totally do. Chris Crocker. That's right. Oh man. <laughs> Don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> That's that's the great part about living in uh, you know this generation. Oh, I know. You know, anyone is a star who has the will to be. Yeah. It's so. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I was reading up on your wiki. You're from Joliet. Yeah. I'm from Carbondale. Really. So hello, neighbor. Oh well, hello. Then uh, I moved out here to Phoenix for uh, video game development on Stargate Worlds. So. <gasps> I didn't I, know that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm such a gamer. I have issues with uh, games. I'm a really hardcore gamer. I'd really like to know what games you're playing. Okay, well, I'm always playing Dr. Mario. Oh! Like, like always, always. Okay, always. sweet. Um, I just figured out what my uh, my Dr. Mario gamer number tag was recently, too. I should find it. Let me see. Let me see if Do you play classic Dr. Mario, or is there like a newer oh, yeah. version of it? No, no, no. They, well, you can download it on the Wii now. Right, that's right. Yes, yes it's so good. Here, I found it. Okay, so everybody out there, if you want to play Dr. Mario with me, bring it on, baby. My friend code is 62965564933. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> this is like, you know, like, if you're ready to go down, you're going down. You know you're going to have yeah. like 6,000 friends by this time oh, tomorrow hey, night. bring it on. I have no one to play with except for my boyfriend, who I can easily beat at this point. Thank you very much. So... <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, I know. So we all need sleep. 
I know, it's hilarious. But I'm glad we had like a little little Skype slumber party. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm in my PJs, and now I'm going to so rinse my head. So am I. got my little <laughs> moccasins on. That's what I got. <laughs> Wormhole disengaged.